I'm Alison. And I'm Dave. And we'd like to welcome you to the first episode of our podcast, which is called Proper English. English. If you're learning English and you want to know the correct word to use in a particular situation, if you get stuck thinking of the right preposition, if you're puzzled by definite and indefinite articles, then Proper English is just the thing for you. Welcome to Proper English. We've been teaching English online for a couple of years now. We love it. It gives us the chance to meet people from all over the world. Yeah, from Peru to Japan, we have students who we chat to every day. Well, five days a week. We've had other jobs, but chatting to people for a living and helping them improve their English is the best so far. And hardly a lesson goes by when we don't get to learn something new too. We've noticed some confusion, mistakes and problems that many of you have and thought it might be fun to talk about them in our own podcast. The main purpose of our podcast is to give you the chance to hear native English speakers talking, the way native English speakers really do, like eavesdropping on our conversation, but where the conversation will often be about English grammar. Or idiom, or phrasal verbs, and some aspects of British culture too. Actually, you just spoke very naturally in a way that some of our listeners might have spotted. Ah, yeah. To be grammatically more correct earlier, I should have said... We have students to whom we chat every day. But actually, I said, we have students who we chat to every day. And that's the difference between correct and informal English. In some books, you would probably see it as prescriptive and descriptive grammar, where prescriptive is like the rules and descriptive is how you do it. Sort of every day. So, yeah, I think we can also call that standard English, can't we? A non-standard English. Yeah. And we're not trying to discourage you from using standard English. Far from it. In formal situations and in written English, you need to know how to use standard English. But if you want to sound more natural... And we know lots of you do. Yeah. So to sound more natural, it's okay to bend a few rules sometimes and use informal language. You may also have noticed that Dave and I have different accents. There is a huge range of local accents in the UK. My family moved around a bit when I was young, and I've moved quite a bit as an adult too, but I have a pretty standard southern accent. I sound like most people from the south of England, though I've got a slight northern influence to my vowels. Sometimes I even use some Yorkshireisms. And yes, I'm a Yorkshireman. That means I'm from the county of Yorkshire in the north of England. My vowels are flatter than Ali's which means that uh, if I say grass, Ali would say... Grass. And if I say bath, Ali would say... Bath. I lived in London and the south of England for several years, so family and friends back home in Sheffield think I've lost my accent a bit. What else should we tell you about us? Well, we don't live in the UK anymore. True, yes. We moved to central Portugal in 2016 with our cat mill house. We love it here. We do. I'm not sure how much Millhouse is going to contribute to our podcast, though, are you? No. (laughs) (laughs) But living here and learning Portuguese certainly helps us to identify with your struggles as language learners. So, in this first episode, we're going to be talking about... Well, what are we going to be talking about, Ali? Okay, Dave, so we're going to talk about um, something that came up the other weekend. We were going out for the day, and I didn't want to be driving for too long for some reason... Um, we looked at the, the map and I said something like, I think we could make it in 40 minutes or less, something like that. And then I thought, oh, is it less or is it fewer? 
And so today's topic is when is it fewer and when is it less? Right, okay. Now that is kind of the the next question because the first question should be about countable and uncountable nouns. Okay. Uh, they're also known as count nouns and mass or non-count nouns. Uh, and it's about how you use them mm-hmm. to start off with. So uh, things like cats, uh, books, photographs, these are countable nouns. And they're used like this. Kate took many photographs when she was on holiday in the Crimea. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a cat called Millhouse, and she is always hungry. <laughs> she certainly is. And there are a number of books in the bookcase. Yeah. The countable ones are, are pretty straightforward, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. But uncountable nouns can't be counted. Mm-hmm. Right, so they're sort of general terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, like rain, uh, or furniture, or time. Yeah, because we can count raindrops. Yeah. Raindrops are countable, yeah. but, but rain isn't. Yeah, because okay. raindrops are individual items. Yeah. Uh, so you can say something like, there was a lot of rain last night. Or, why are you moving the furniture around? But you uh, couldn't say, um, let's move three furnitures. No, that'd be silly. <laughs> and with time, an example uh, would be something like, uh, we only have a certain amount of time to discuss this topic. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, the differences... Uh, between fewer and less, less Brilliant. and fewer, mm-hmm. right? So that yeah, now we've got countable and uncountable out of the way, we can move on to those. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you use fewer for countable stuff. Um, there are fewer buses on the roads these days, mm-hmm. for instance. I have fewer shirts than I used to have. Therefore, uh, you can use less for uncountable. These days I get paid less, but I enjoy my work more. Yay. But there is an exception. Mm-hmm. There's always an exception in English. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you use less with numbers and measurements, uh, which are countable, because they're numbers and they're measurements. Right, okay. Yeah, uh, it is an exception. Like, for instance, um, Lisbon is less than two hours away by car. Yay. So we've established that I was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So awesome. that's it. Thank you, Dave. And now we're coming to the end of this, our first try at podcasting. We hope you've really enjoyed our chat and you found it useful and perhaps a little bit entertaining. If you could give us some feedback, we'd really appreciate it. So until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. And thank you for listening to Proper Proper English. English.